Elder Martin read in your hearing from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, and she read several verses down through verse 18. I won't reread all of that, but let me just read a couple of words from there. You know verse 14, the if my people part. But I want to just lift up this word. Now my eyes will be open, my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. My eyes will be open. I get excited when I read that. I get excited because what we have here in this text is this, this experience that, that Solomon has with God. And I've been entitled this thing called Do the Right Thing. And this is number six, Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing. This is number six. Yeah. I, 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 this experience he has with God puts him in another place in the pantheon of leadership in the Bible because he has not only one theophany experience, but at least two. But he's also seen God display God's own self publicly. So he has the prayer where he talks to God in the beginning and God tells him what to do and he moves forward in what God is speaking to him. And then he has the experience of God showing up and receiving the sacrifice and the smoke that fills the temple and the glory cloud of God just blessing and billowing over God's leadership to the point that they can't even stand to minister. The anointing is so heavy. Oh God, I praise you for a heavy anointing. I thank you for heavy anointing, the kind of anointing that'll just take you out, the kind of anointing that'll let you lay in the spirit, the kind of anointing that'll flow all over you from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Thank you, God, for a heavy anointing. They enter into a heavy anointing. And, and, and as if that were not enough, he, he then... He then goes and leaves the place. Now, now, some writers decree and declare that this may be some time after. This may not be the night experience after he has had the wonderful temple dedication. This, this might not be the same day. This might be even a year or two later. But, but at some point, God shows up. Now, now, the ambiguity here and the, the uncertainty here is not unsettling for me. The ambiguity and uncertainty here blesses my soul because it allows me to know that even though God may not show up quickly, doesn't mean God's not going to show up. Now, I, that ought to make somebody happy right there. Even though God doesn't show up right this moment, doesn't mean that God's not going to show up. God may be telling you, I've already done enough right now for you to trust me. I will speak to you, but trust me where you are right now. I will show you, but trust me where you are. Trust me with what you know today. Hold on to what you know today. Hold on to your experience right now. Hold on to what you've been I'm preaching right now. Hold on to what you already know. I'm going to speak. It may not come as quickly as I'm preaching. Oh, good God about The uncertainty and the ambiguity of the time frame bothers believers. 
believers that want God to work in their time. But chronos and kairos are two different things. Your, your chronological time does not speak to the timing of God. God will move in God's own time and God will do it God's way. Despite what you may think, God is still in control. Oh, I feel, I feel an anointing on this word right now. Here he is, here he is. He, he's there. He's there. And while he is sleeping, his sleep is disturbed by divinity. I, I like the fact that divinity can disturb sleep. His sleep is disturbed by divinity and God shows up. God wakes him up. God speaks him up. God moves him up. God shows up. Divinity disturbs him, but not in a bad way, but in a way to get him to know God even better. To get him to know the plan and the mind of God even better. I, I, I hope that you are available for God to show up because God wants to show up in your life. God wants to do something spectacular and be above and beyond in your life. God shows up. And, and if the text is to be believed that it is, the text says that this is the second appearance, and I, I want to tell you it phenomenally. The second appearance phenomenally. I, I, understand me when I say this to you, God always shows up, God's always present, but, but it's phenomenal when God decides to show up and interact with us in a particular way individually, and God shows up phenomenally in such a way that God said, let me talk to you. Let me have a come. God is always here. God is always blessing. God is always present. He's present in you right now. He's present in your home. He's present in your car. He's present in your living room, your bedroom, your dining room, wherever you may be watching me. If you're in a hotel, he's present there. But when God shows up and decides to break through the time-space world and engage in dialogue with us, it's phenomenal thank you Lord for showing up God 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 shows up and God 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 speaks to him God God says I I need to I need to talk to you if you verse 12 says then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him I've heard your prayer and I have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. I've chosen this place for myself as a place of worship. I've chosen this place for myself as a place that I'll receive honor. I've chosen this place for myself as a place that I'll receive glory. I've chosen this place for myself that I'll receive the lifted up prayers of believers. I've chosen this place for myself as a place where I'll receive the hallelujahs and the thank yous. I've chosen this place for myself that you can block me. That is to bless the Lord. 
I've chosen it for myself. And, 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 and he says, God shows up. And, and this is God's second, this is God's second appearance. Now, now, I need to say something about that. Because many of you have had the first appearance when you got saved. But you ought not just rely on the first one. You ought to ask God for another one. That, that's what the old folk used to sing about down in Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, when they said, take me back to the place where I first received you. They weren't talking about going back to Alabama to the Red Clay Hills. They were talking about going back to that moment of ecstasy and delight where I had intimacy with the divinity of God and God touched me on a deeper level of my inner being. And at that moment, I knew God in a way that I can't know God every day. And I want God to give me the second appearance. I, 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 you know, you know. I thank you, God, for all that you've done in the past. But, but I want a new revelation. I want a, a new manifestation. I want a, a new vision. I want a new touch. I want a new anointing. I want fresh oil to flow. God, I want freshness to come. God, even now, give me a new and second appearance. I, I, I like what you've done already. I praise you for what you've done already. But I got some folks sitting here right now. I got some folk listening to me online. I got some folk on Facebook and YouTube and Ustream and Venmo. I, I got some people right now listening to me who are going through some stuff who need to know that you're still God. They need that second revelation, that second appearance. They need you to show up and show out. I got some folk who are taking therapy. I got some folk who are trying to get through battling cancer. I got some folk that are dealing with high blood and I've got some folk dealing with depression. I got some folk trying to live in this crazy world. God, they need a second appearance. It's not that the first one wasn't good, but I need another touch. It's not that the first one wasn't great, but I need another touch. It's not that the first one wasn't awesome, but I need another touch. Thank you, Lord, for the second appearance. I always, every believer ought to be praying for fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh, fresh oil. Every believer ought to be praying that God will show up and show out and, and then ah, I, I feel something in here and then God says something to him look at look at look at look again here he, he says something crazy because God says verse 16 before I, I press he says I chose it and I've sanctified this house that my name may be there forever uh, Y'all, excuse me, this is not in the Bible. Ever and ever. I, and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. Okay, let, let, me, let me help you. I, I, God says, I'm going to give this place special attention perpetually. Special attention perpetually. 
not, not one time, not two times, but I'm going to give it special attention perpetually, ongoing, over and over again. I, I'm going to give it special attention. I'm, I'm going to pay attention to what happens there. I'm, I'm going to give it special attention perpetually. Let, let, me, let me work with this one moment. God promises two things underneath here. He promises that I'll be looking and I'll be listening. He says, I'll be looking and I'll be listening. Now, now that's good news. That, that, that's, that's a shout of monk right there. I'll be, God promises, I, I'll be looking and I'll be listening. Thank you, Lord. You, you know, um, I thought about this that there's looking and listening devices everywhere now. People have been talking about the rise in police brutality and the, what is taking place, but, but people have been complaining about police brutality for years. This is not something new. This, ever since the, the, the Emancipation Proclamation created the illusion of freedom, once we, once we began to walk the streets with, with some sense of normalcy and there were police force formed, there was brutality because once you believe someone is only three-fifths of human being, you can think that you can treat them in a thingification fashion, that is, to thingify them, to make them a thing and not a human. Once you start the thingification, now justifying beating on a thing doesn't mean anything. And this doesn't speak to every person because there are a lot of good people there. But there are some who don't see the humanity of others. And, and, and they, they, don't, they don't understand it. They don't care about it. But, but now there are cameras everywhere. It does, not, it does not evade my attention that it was a camera in the hands of a 17-year-old Donella Frazier. A 17-year-old girl with a camera, phone camera in her hand, with a steady hand, she stood there and she videotaped Officer David Chauvin with his knee on the neck of George Floyd for eight minutes and 48 seconds. Undeniable evidence of brutality. But in a TV, TMZ interview, she talks about being still traumatized by having witnessed it. But it was a camera in hand. And, 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 and now because of these new cameras everywhere, they, these dash cams, these body cameras, these cameras up on, on light posts and cameras, uh, well, well, you, you, you know, not too long ago, uh, 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 a young football player for the Boston, for the Patriots, New England Patriots, they are called, he, he ended up, Aaron Hernandez, getting in trouble because of the cameras he had in his house to videotape burglars caught him in a lie in how he had just murdered someone else, but the camera caught him walking through the eyes 
different way. And what God says is, you, you tend to forget it's there because you get used to seeing it. You get used to camera phones and you get used to being around where there are cameras on poles and cameras at the bank and cameras everywhere you go in the store. You get used to it. You almost forget it's there. So you start acting as though there ain't no cameras. But I want to tell you, long before there was ever an eyewitness of a camera, there was God. And God said, I see it all. And God says, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at your situation. I'm looking at your disappointment. I'm looking at your heartache. I'm looking at your burden. I'm looking at what you're going through. I'm looking at your tears. I'm looking at your pain. I see you. God said, I see you. He says, I'm be looking, I'm be looking. But then he says, I'm gonna be listening. Uh, you know, um, a whole lot of y'all got those Google assistants. Hey, Google. And they got them in their houses and everywhere. Some of y'all, I, I saw a commercial the other day for a new car. And in the commercial, the guy said, I've got me a new Alexis. The wife said, no, we got a Buick. She said, no, no, this is an Alexis. Watch this. Hey, Alexa. And told Alexa what you got you got you got Alexa and then Apple's got Siri. My my daughter came in the room the other day and she said she said uh, my phone is listening to me. I know it is because I said something and then a few minutes later it was on my phone answering my. I didn't ask the I didn't ask Siri to do anything. And I thought I would tell you this. The only way the Google Assist can work and you can say hey anything is it always has to be listening for its name. You <laughs> The only way Amazon Alexa can work is it's got to be listening for Alexa. The only way Siri can work is it always has to be listening for, hey Siri. But I thought I'd tell you long before Google Assistant, long before Amazon got Alexia, long before Apple got Siri, God said, all you need to do is call upon me and I will answer and show you great and mighty things that you know not of. God said, call me. He said, I'll give him a name that is above every name, that at his name that knees will bow and tongues will confess. Let me jump New Testament for a moment and let me tell you, if you don't know his name, you ought to get to know his name because his name has power. His name has an anointing. His name can cause demons to tremble. His name can cause things to shift in the earth realm. You ought to call that name every now and then in the midnight hour. Call that name when you can't sleep. Call that name when you're feeling miserable. Call that name when you need someone to lead or call that name. What's his name? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I feel him, I feel him, I feel him, I feel him. Jesus. 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 
I, you, you know, I, I'm not, if y'all were in here right now, we tear these pews up. Jesus. They said a rose of Sharon. Jesus. The lily of the valley. Jesus. The bright and morning star. Jesus. The bearers of 10,000. Jesus. My wheel in the middle of a wheel. Jesus. My way maker. Jesus. My provider. Jesus. I got to quit y'all. Jesus. Nobody, 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 nobody like him, Jesus. Nobody like him, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> hey. I, I know I gotta move on, but but you don't you don't you don't mind. You don't do, do you do you can't you hear something about the name? It is the is up on my time is my 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 Woo! I tell you the truth y'all my God I feel an anointing in this place here it is here it is the last point I want to make for the day I'm coming back y'all can tell I ain't finished with this yet because I feel something up in here right now I, I ain't finished with it I'm not finished y'all excuse my ebonic I, I ain't finished with it yet I'm sorry there's something in me right now but 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 here here's what God says 
God, God, God sticks a little caveat up in here. Watch this. God says, verse 17 and 18, God says, as for you, I'm going to talk in your house. He said, if you walk before me as your father David walked and do according to all that I have commanded you, and if you keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom as I covenant with David your father, saying you shall not fail to have a man as ruler in Israel. Let me, let me help you jump here. There is also submissive accountability, and that must be done personally. Personally. You, 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 you've got to submit yourself to being accountable for what you do next. You've got to submit yourself. You, you, you've got to say, Lord, I'm willing to walk according to your commandments. Y'all, 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 let me, yeah, listen. Not my will, but your will be done. God, you get to set my agenda. You, you, you don't get it. Order my steps. You, you, I'm, 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 I'm done. I've got to stop y'all. You, you get to set my agenda. And what you promised me is, if I, can I take this here? If I do according to your will, if I do the right thing, and I, and, and, and I do what I'm supposed to do, you said, that, that, that I'll bless your seed. You said you'll bless my legacy. You said you'll bless my lineage. You said you'll bless my loved ones. Now God, since I've submitted, God, I'm gonna hold you to what you said. Every word you say, up, up, up. You said if I do what's right, you said if I do it, God, that you would, you would do the right thing and bless my seed. You promised God, I'm, I'm holding you to your promise. My legacy is in your hands. My lineage is in your hands. My loved ones are in your hands. I gotta go, I gotta stop. Yes! I gotta quit, y'all. Now here, here's what he says. I, I, I hope you can get this on the screen. Keep my covenant. Here's what God's speaking to somebody right. Keep my covenant. And I obligate myself to you as I did to your father David. He said, keep my covenant. And I obligate myself to you. I gotta go, I gotta go, y'all. But God, 
I'm holding you to what you said. That's all I got to say, y'all. I'm done for the day. God, I'm going to do the right thing. I want you to do the right thing. I'm holding you to what you said. I'm just going to hold you to what you said. I'm going to do the right thing. God, I'm looking for you to do the right thing. I'm praying over children. I'm praying over families. I'm praying over your legacy. I'm praying over your lineage. God, I'm holding you to your word. Christ, you want to be a partner with us, I, I plead with you, I adjure you to please contact us here at churchmenshilohnl.org, uh, churchadminshilohnl.org. Please send us an email. Tell us you receiving Christ today. We'll get right back in touch with you. We will bless you. We will, we will honor you. I don't care where you are in the country, where you are in the world. If you want to be in fellowship with us, we want to be in fellowship with you. And this is the season, this is the time now when you need to have fellowship and have covering. And I want you to receive Christ because there's nobody like Jesus. I feel his anointing and I feel his presence right now. Uh, there, there's such an anointing in here. There, there's only a few of us in the room. We're all, we're, everybody standing, everybody's rocking. We all just, we ready to run the house. I can tell you that right now. We, we just ready to praise him. There's an anointing in the house. There's an anointing in the house. We feel the power of God. I know I gotta close. I know I gotta close. I gotta close. I gotta close. I gotta close. We gotta. I gotta close. I gotta close. But but ooh, glory, hallelujah. <laughs>
get out of here. I just, I needed a moment. I appreciate it. I love y'all. Let me just tell y'all right now, I want you to remember if you're a part of this fellowship, the tithe belongs to the Lord. It belongs to this house. Make sure you give your tithes. If you're not a member of this fellowship or this ministry blesses you, sow a seed into the house. Sow a seed that we can keep doing what God called us to do. You all know how to give. We got Cash App, Givelify. You can mail it in to the church at uh, 1 Garvin Street or P.O. Box 929, New London, Connecticut. Go ahead and give. I don't know about you, but there's such a powerful anointing.